Hello and welcome to this Saturday, August 17th, 2019 episode of Sidekick Mastermind. Now, today's episode is about paying it forward so that others can have the best tool for the job. And some may wonder what that means. What does it mean to pay it forward so others can also have the best tool for the job? And the reason that I'm doing this the way that I am is so that others can have the best tool for the job. And that's whatever it may be. And it starts with housing. It starts with empowering people with the basic needs of helping them to have basic housing, helping them to have basic um, food, helping them to have basic empowerment to um, basically learn whatever it is that they're curious about. And not just learn about it, but also take what they learn and solve problems and serve others because it all really comes down to cooperation you know I just was listening to something about how uh, you know it talks about you know the personal development scam and how it's not really quantifiable you can't quantify someone's enthusiasm really I mean Someone can seem more enthusiastic than me, but that doesn't mean that they are more enthusiastic. Someone can seem like they have more personal initiative, but it doesn't mean that they have it. You know, I, I took yesterday off because I was doing a lot of thinking, a lot of deep thinking. And I guess I do need to take a day off each week because it was just becoming too overwhelming. And I, as long as I stay, you know, it's it's not that I'll lose the habit if I, um, you know, don't do it. But, you know, we need that break. And, you know, I, I might do some of my own stuff, but just plan on not producing you know I've been thinking really long and hard about things and what I'm doing with things and it's it's about paying it forward because whenever I think about not doing the podcast you know I'm like okay well Comcast is such a disaster. I'm having such a problem with this, with Comcast. What if I just stop doing the podcast or um, only do the audio, but I was even, you know, I would even struggle to be able to do the audio without Comcast and without some major shifts. And it's like, okay, I got to make the shifts, but, you know, I'll still be time away and I don't know how that's all going to work and where that'll put me behind and stuff like that. And then once I do change, so I was like, 
you know, I, if I'm still recording, that's what's important. And then I got to thinking more. And one of the biggest things is to continue to get better with these daily postings, with the better headlines, the constant improvement. And there are so many habits built into the daily posting, the daily marketing. It's like a must. It's something that has to be done. And, you know, in thinking about that and really trying to understand where to go from here, it's that I have to do these podcasts. There's no better use of my time than these podcasts to help attract the right customers, employees, and investors. Now, we're going to be doing this through customers and investors and the investors are going to be into the company and into the real estate it's going to be a combination of real estate syndication and um you know investment into the company and there'll be other investments into other companies and other companies that will help support us that we won't have any ownership in and that's okay the point is is that we're working together to build things together and you know we we may invest some of our own profits in other companies when we have the ability to do so or if it makes sense if the company is um, increasing their cash at a faster rate and we have faith that they will be able to increase the cash at a faster rate because it's about the machine that that it makes the resources. That's what it's ultimately about. It's about more and more resourcefulness in creating the machines to create the resources. And a lot of people don't really understand what business is really about and what it's really for and how important it is in everything. I mean, it's, they're finding that the pursuit of whatever it is that we can contribute, that paying it forward, that, that contribution is where we get our significance. And if we each do it in different ways and society has shaped this significance into our jobs. So it's like we go to our jobs to get significance so that we can provide for our family and that's our contribution to our family that we're paying it forward to. And then we're working to solve problems and serve others for other people and they're paying us. So it's like a double edge. It's People go to work for their significance and when they don't have work, they don't have significance. And, and then they also don't have the contribution to their family. And then they feel the lack of love. And then they feel like they can't learn and grow because they're too busy stressing. And they don't have any certainty. They can't have any fun or variety. Or they're trying to drown it all out with uncertainty through drugs and alcohol and um, that kind of stuff. Paying it forward. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm working to... I cannot stop. Because I cannot stop paying it forward if nothing else I need to just pay it forward and I'm seeing like even as I'm doing this that other people are 
sharing my posts. You know, one one post was shared, which was was cool. Um, but I don't know this person. My wife does. Okay, okay. So I do know who this person is. Um, but I don't know this person directly. So this is someone that my wife knows, and my wife actually really likes this person a lot. And that's how we connect with each other through each other. I mean, we have these serendipitous interactions where I may interact with you, but so many of our interactions are caused by, you know, a, a friend of ours introducing each other. And that's how investments are done. And this. I missed out on this in investment opportunity and I'm quite confident I would have won if I would have been prepared, but I wasn't prepared and uh, I was spending more time on these podcasts than I was preparing for the pitch. But on the other hand of it, I didn't feel, I mean, I was also working on some other things where my mind was distracted, but that was because I was helping others to solve problems and serve others. And it's important that we keep this balance. It's not, that I can, it's not that I can abandon any of my obligations, or you should either. We've got to constantly be aware of, you know, doing what we say, doing what we say we will do. And if we can't, we can't, but doing whatever is in our power to do it. And I think that's why, um, you know, I'm still going on this this far because it's like I was listening to this program it's actually a movie like a three hour long movie and the guy's talking about how men just don't have testosterone how women have strengthened their handshakes it was like in the 90s before now it's like 110 and uh and then men's had reversed from like 114 to in the 90s and I've seen this like everywhere I've seen this in myself I've seen this in many other people I've interacted with and so many people are struggling to be men and women they're struggling to be the sex that they were given at birth And their testosterone levels may be lower or higher from this, that, or the other thing. But some of it can be created through our activities. And, you know, we don't want a bunch of people fighting in the streets. But we do want people capable of protecting themselves. Because if people are capable of protecting themselves, then they're less likely to have violence inflicted upon them. If people, uh, you know... Hand, if their hands are trained as weapons, then, and people don't know, okay, is this person that I'm going to try to rob right now going to have a gun, going to be trained to, um, you know, take my weapon? When we focus on those things, when we focus on how we can become better humans, and it's not about, um, you know, hurting people, it's about, uh, you know, walking softly and carrying a big stick.
Okay, so that's from Theodore Roosevelt. And you know, it's it's like what the the Bible even talks about. That's a big a big topic of the Bible. <laughs> you know, Jehovah you know speaks softly, walks softly, and speaks softly and carry a big stick. Speak, okay, that makes sense. Um for diplomacy, yeah, I mean, that completely makes sense, even more so now. And I think that that's why I am so attracted to the law of success. And this guy was basically saying that it was a scam, and while it's partially a scam, it's not completely a scam. It's, it's part, of the, part of the solution. Yes, you have to have a definiteness of purpose. You have to have mastermind. You have to have applied faith. You have to have pleasing personality. You have to go the extra mile. You have to um, have personal initiative, self-discipline, controlled attention, enthusiasm, imagination. Uh, you have to learn from adversity and defeat. Budget your time and money. Have a positive mental attitude. Accurate thinking. Um, Oh, yeah, sound health, and then cooperation, and then uh, cosmic habit force. You have to have all these things, but then you also have to have other things, like actually making sales, actually taking the action. Now, I have daily action, and some of that is, is audio, some of it is reading, but it's also um, documenting and creating content. It's about create, but it's more so about creating. So ideally you want to be creating and then just documenting the creation. But if you don't have anything to create, then you can create content because it's easy. But ideally you want to work. I'm creating content now because it's easiest, but it's, it's building into creating spaces, villages, communities for people to live, work, play, love, learn, pay it forward in. Now, I've been talking for about 15 minutes now, and this was after taking yesterday off. I wanted to podcast yesterday, but my mindset was just not right, and I needed a, the break, and I needed to think about things, and I needed to, to watch some... I watched, like, five episodes of Flinttown and really thought hard and, about things, and it really just, like, reaffirmed why I'm doing what I'm doing, and it's like, I have to. I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice because I've been given this opportunity to live this specific life and have these specific experiences and this is where it's led me. So I hope that through my own mental illness, through my own struggles, through my own insights into things, that I help build trust with people. That I help build trust with you. That, okay, yes, I am human. Yesterday I took off the day and I didn't tell anyone I wasn't doing my podcasts. I just didn't do them. Um, I woke up, I slept in. I woke up, I went for a walk. I didn't really have my medication, which I self-medicate with medical marijuana. I could get a medical marijuana card um, for PTSD because that's something that is allowed in Michigan. 
and I've been hospitalized enough for the situation that it would be pretty easy. But I haven't because it's now recreational, it's legal recreationally, and it has opened up. It has eliminated so much stress from my life. I don't want to leave Michigan. I feel like I may have to temporarily. I don't even want to leave Jackson. But until I start having massive amounts of funding coming through, through customers, through investors, I need to go chase it. And I need to take that action. Not just sit here and make these videos, but actually go out and chase it. And make the video still, make the audio still. Um, but go after it, take the action, and keep taking action until... I'm successful and it's not I mean it's not about my personal success because ultimately I really do feel quite successful looking at yesterday uh, you know I went for a walk and I you know spent time to myself and it was just like there's no reason to want to die like at all when in the past when I would get it was it's weird it's, I've broken this pattern and there are still like, there's still not thoughts that I want to commit suicide, but thoughts of like, should I commit suicide? It's like, it's like a habitual thought. And as this past year has gone by, it's probably like, I think this is like the year anniversary of me going into the hospital, ironically. Maybe that's why I'm struggling with my PTSD and the not having the medical marijuana made me struggle with it. You know, I want to be as transparent as possible because I want people to know. I mean, I, I don't drive because I'm using medical marijuana all day. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm using marijuana medically each day and in doing so you're not supposed to drive while there are plenty of people that do um, but I just choose not to I have my wife drive me and if I have to drive then I you know try to do it in the morning before I smoke and you know it's you know otherwise I just walk just walk down to the store and it makes life easier and when I lived in Lansing it was way easier because everything was right there. And I moved thinking I was going up to Manistee and now I'm kind of stuck in Jackson and there's, we're, we're, it's looking like we're going to be going to Sparks, Nevada. But I don't 100% know that because the funding could flow in. And I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to the funding flowing rapidly in. But if it doesn't, I'm going out and chasing it. This isn't just about... Um, you know, the podcast is about a, cre a bigger thing. And I've been watching London Real and I talked to a coach and I'm understanding things on a deeper level that, yes, I am 100% on the right path. And yes, the action I'm taking is good, but it needs to grow and I need to keep expanding. And I have been, but I, have, I haven't been growing at the rate that I initially was. I kind of, this last week, got overwhelmed. I didn't take a break and then I was like, 
because I didn't take a break, I, I felt like I had to go even harder to catch up and I wasn't catching up and it was just like, I need a day off. And that's why this is two in one. The best tool for the job of my, my negative mental attitude yesterday was just to take the day off. And in the future, as I have people watching, I will say, hey, just taking the day off. Just taking a me day. And that's gonna be fine. Sometimes you need to, you just where you just watch comedies. You just laugh, you just don't work. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna enjoy myself today. And while Flinktown wasn't a comedy, I did spend some time watching comedies. Um, just to, you know, I started it and then I, with the comedy and then I went to Flinttown and then I ended with a comedy. Went to sleep. Woke up really early with very little sleep, energized and ready to take on the day. And while I spent a lot of time preparing before this, when I started it, it was like, yes, this is exactly it. This is exactly where I need to be. So if you have watched this episode or you're watching this around the time of August 17th. Let me look at the date. Because it was like a Thursday or a Friday of last year. August 17th. It was Friday. This is the one year anniversary of when I went into the psych ward. Then I think the next day was when I saw Dave Wood last in person. You know, some magical stuff has happened. You know, I'm watching this this video with this London Rail video, and it's talking about ayahuasca. And me, I took acacia. The same, similar stuff to what they were taking in... I don't know exactly... It was Acacia Confucia, I believe, and then um, another seed. I should have, I, I, you know, at the time I looked up, it looked it up, <laughs> looked up what I was doing. So Dave Wood has been doing what he's doing. And I don't know how any of us are really qualified to do anything. I am concerned of how he's doing things. But at the same time, he said he's been improving his methods over the last year. Now... Dave Wood's on a very spiritual journey. And that's different than what I'm on. Now, it's not that I'm not on my own spiritual journey, but it's that I'm on a physical journey. And he really empowered a lot of people. And I really appreciate him. And I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, I'm honestly saying I don't know what... Dave Wood is. I just my personal experience has been I feel closer to a spiritual energy 
I research more, uh, you know, with the Bible. I, I do daily Bible reading, except for yesterday. I haven't done mine yet today, which is normally scheduled for um, 10 a.m. And I didn't today because I'm off course, off, off track a bit. But I'm going to do it today. And I missed another Bible reading another uh, the other day. So I've got to catch that up. And that's why this episode is kind of two-in-one. Kind of a little longer, maybe, by the time I'm done. Than some, you know, well, definitely longer than some of the shorter episodes. But my goal is is helping people, helping to feed, house, and empower people. And I need to start doing that immediately. I need to help people immediately. And I believe that the way I do that is to attract investors. Um, that's going to be the fastest. And customers can be investors. Now... I don't know all the exact laws right now. So if you come to me for investing, I have to look into the exact laws. But right now at the current valuation, the shares are $100 each. And yeah, I need to sell a million of them. That's the bottom line. And then I also need to raise $900 million through real estate syndications. And it's August 17th right now. And I, I need to have this, I'm hoping, by the end of the year. So we're talking like four and a half months. Now, is that kind of thing possible? I don't know. I don't know if it's possible, but I'm going to try. And if I'm a little behind, I'm going to still keep up with the, the goals. And that's why I have a, a cushion period between 2020 and 2024 of fundraising. Because I may need to take some time to step back and not raise as much. I don't know exactly. I just know that by 2029 and by 2049, the goal is to move as quickly as possible to help feed, house, and empower people. And it may move faster. I don't know the exact speed. I'm, I'm open to faster or s slower, whatever the universe brings based on what I can do. I can only do what I can do with my own ideas, my own creativity. The key is, is doing as much as I can do. If I don't do what I'm supposed to do each day, if I slack off, you know, one day is one thing, one day a week is one thing, but if I do it a couple days a week, then what am I doing? If I'm only working five days a week instead of six days a week, and occasionally the seventh day, um, you know, if it's enjoyable, or, I, you know, you can still work if it's enjoyable work on the seventh day. But it's about taking that rest, too. So I don't really... I You know, I may still be struggling with this concept for it. Yes, I need to take the seventh day off. 
and everyone should have at least one day of rest off so that they can kind of re-energize, rethink things through. In maybe two days. But so much of my life is is my passion that it's like these podcasts. It's like it's it's important to me. And yesterday I only didn't I didn't just didn't do it because I didn't want to give people I didn't want to put a negative energy out there. And I put some negative energy out there, but I've worked to turn it around. And really it's because I don't want to just I don't want to have to tear Jackson down in order to build it back up. Because I've done that too many times with people and it I don't I, I it's effective, yes. But it's so painful <laughs> for all involved. Um, but Jackson, they're, they're just not focused on the right things. I don't understand why they're not more focused on the homeless. Why? They, they had 10 exhibitors, I guess, and I wasn't even contacted to exhibit. Like, they didn't even... I mean, I would have thought they would have said, hey, come on down here. Like, to every single one of the 45 people. Like, come down here, please. Before we make a decision, we want to at least have a five to ten minute one-on-one conversation with you. I mean, would that really have been too much effort? Why didn't they? I don't know. Lean Rocket Lab is, is really disappointing to me. I had this feeling about them and maybe that feeling they got that energy. Maybe they got it. And that's why I wasn't in the top. Five or ten. So now I need to take this, this failure, this adversity and defeat, this no, and make it a yes. And attract the investors at, you know, $100 per share. And attract the, the customers at $1,000 per deposit. And $100,000 per studio unit thinking about adding like a $250,000 special edition with maybe like 10 of them available just for fun because I have an idea for it. That's the, the reason for the studio is because I'm going to give one to everyone, every employee. And it's going to empower them to do incredible things. Happy Hero Studio is, isn't about the studio, it's about the person. I'm excited because I know what I'm doing is right. It's just a matter of getting others to know. And with each podcast, I just get more certain, I just get better at talking about it I just get better as a human being I've got a lot of growing up to do you know when I was 21 or something like that 20 years old doctor's like when are you gonna grow up and I'm like what screw you man I am grown but he just sucked at leadership honestly I mean can I do a better job? I don't, I mean, we're going to see. This is my shop. 
am I going to do a better job? And the point is, is I think I am because I'm putting out so much content that people can consume their life with me. And just, if I keep cranking out content, keep cranking it out, keep cranking it out, then hopefully I can save some lives and hopefully I can shift some mindsets that yes, you can live, work, play, love, learn, pay it forward. And here are the best tools for the job. It's the habit of living, working, playing, loving, learning, paying it forward. Using the best tool for the job. Being inspired to create a raving fan experience through an innovation that solves problems and serves others. But you also have to have a simple business model to make buying easy. And then resourcefulness to get everything that you need. And you need to celebrate each of these milestones, each of these achievements. Then you go into the daily habits, reading daily, listening to audio daily, creating content or documenting creation daily, marketing daily, coaching being coached daily, daily masterminding, attending events often, and being all in your life and life's work. Like those 21 habits help you to step into a new year. And I think you're seeing that with me. Yesterday I was just, I mean, I didn't care about things. I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't want to know about other things. Because ultimately... I'm stepping more deeper into what I am. And I while I care about things, there are going to be days that I just don't want any outside anything, interaction. So I need to get better at communicating that, be, be nicer to people. Be more respectful toward people. And I hope that I can help other people to understand these own flaws in themselves. Because, like, that's the thing. It's like we all have our own flaws. And I'm watching Flint Town and I'm texting my wife, like, I cannot believe this. My wife's like, well, you know, everyone's human. And it's like, yes, everyone is human. But we need to hold certain people to higher standards. And we need to put certain people into leadership positions. And I need to step up because I do have a better way. Like, it's not, it's not arrogance and cockiness. It's like, yes, these people have better ways and put people in the positions. But share with them some new ways. And do some social experiments. In a place like Flint, that's a place where you can do some social experiments. Okay, let's go out into the community and really become friends with the community in a new way. And, um, you know, they're arming citizens, and I don't know what's going on. I need to watch more of this show. But this show's crazy. And I watch, I watch. Wild, wild country, and then I watched 
Flint town. And I'm like, oh my gosh. People said, how did this happen? And people haven't heard about this. I'm sure at the time, a lot, everyone heard about it, but they've forgotten over time. But this... This is... This is a miracle where, I mean, we poisoned people in the water supply. These engineers didn't know what they were doing. People didn't stand up for things. People were wussies. Men that should have been men were just cowering behind things like, oh, oh, I'm not going to say anything. Hopefully it'll be okay. We learned a tough lesson, and we learned it on the poorest people. It's like, how can people, people think conspiracy theories, and you can't blame them. Not that I think this is a conspiracy, but how can you blame them? when it seems so conspiracy-like. These people, you look at, you know, I, I heard in the show, the one, one guy said in 1981, the median income was 84,000. Flint medium median income Fifty thousand. That may have been wrong that the guy was stating. So this says that in nineteen eighty Flint was a okay. According to an article published earlier this year by the Atlantic, Flint was considered the richest US city for young people. A bit convoluted designation. It's a bit of a convoluted designation. But it basically means the city with the highest median income among workers 35 and younger. In 1980, Flint was atop the list with an average median income of 50208 per year. It should be noted that 50000 went a lot further in 1980 than it does now. Maybe that's adjusted for inflation that that guy came up with that number. So... the av Okay, back then the average median income across the country was just 19000 a year. And you could buy a new Z28 Camaro for just north of 7000 Life was good in 1980. This is a Banana 101.5 um, article. So Detroit was also high on the list in 1980, landing at second with an average median income of 47,480. So this is wild. You know, look. There's no way to sugarcoat this. And I'm going to put this out there, and I'm going to be honest. I'm saying this partially to be controversial and partially because 
it just needs to be said. But black and white people are the problem. So it's like, it's not so much the other races. It, I mean, I've been around other races, but it's, it's white people and it's black. The in-betweens just kind of stay to themselves. It's the white people that are... And then the black people a lot of times have a reason to do it. And then they do it back. And... You know, this white versus black, you know, everyone has different color of skin and stuff like that. But the fact of the matter is, this is what we're used to saying. You know, Af you can say African American, you can say whatever you want, but the fact of the matter is, Elon Musk is now an African American. He doesn't have African descent, but he's from Africa. He's a South African American. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying these things. I I don't think. I think the fact, the thing is, is we just need to all think, you know what? Not that love is the answer, love is part of the answer, but part of it is the manlyhood too. Not taking the manlyhood out of these men, but making them men in other ways. You know, the, the significant man that's the provider in the home, not the significant man that's holding a gun to your face. The significant man that's working hard to create, not the significant man that's working hard to destroy what you've created to take it for himself. But no one's talking to these young men like this because the school system sucks. If I wasn't intelligent, I would have committed suicide or probably done some atrocious thing. Uh, but my intelligence has kept me, you know, thinking about like, okay, thinking about things much more logically. Like, oh, my contribution isn't anything, so I should just take myself out. And it's like that there's there's a an emotional part that's not taken into consideration because there is that impact on family and friends and community. But then there also it's like there's this Black Mirror episode where the guy dies at the end and then everyone just goes upon their life. And that's mostly what happens. The it just it just destroys a select few lives. Maybe none. And people do move on. But it's like what was the point of your life? And if there is something after this, then what do you say? Oh yeah, I stuck a gun in my mouth or I took all these pills because I couldn't take a little bit of emotional pain. It's like, well, what about these kids that are starving to death? What about all these people that don't even have the opportunity to pull that trigger? What about those people that literally just lay there and starve to death? Or the people that just die of AIDS in their own urine and feces. Where people's bodies just destroy themselves. We can do better. 
and we will do better. I mean, Michigan is my a big priority of mine. But if I have to go off to California, Nevada, these areas, to chase after the money to grab people's attention, I'm going to do it. That's all there is to it. I've already done that. But I'll go back. I just thought that if I went and learned the stuff and came back, that I would be able to pull it together. I need to grab more attention. I need to make more people listen. And hopefully this will make more people listen. There needs to stop being so much white crime. There needs to stop being so much black crime. There needs to just stop being so much crime. People need to just chill out. And stop being so offended by everything. Like that's the thing. Stop being so offended by things. Like, don't be offended by anything. Like, if Donald Trump was offended by every time someone said something, he literally would be homeless. He only gets offended by certain things, and then he goes on the attack and all of that. This isn't in... um, saying it's the right thing to do, but I am saying that he's not letting people push him around. And when you're leading the world and everyone's eyes are on you, it's like Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. You know, he kills his own family members because he can't show that weakness. And people that are really close say Donald Trump's a really tough guy. And people don't really think that because they see the news make fun of him and stuff. But you don't get to that position without being a tough guy. You don't get to that position being an idiot. And while people could say, oh, he's just a puppet, yada, yada, yada. Whatever. Do you really know this? Or are you just spouting off more conspiracy theories that are wasting more people's time? The fact of the matter is he has built buildings. He has actually created things, changed landscapes. And you can too. Now, Donald Trump focused on the rich. And now he's saying he's focused on the poor. Well, we'll see over the coming months of how things take place. But let's build a wall of housing. Let's help the displaced people by not giving them a house, but teaching them how to build a house. Not giving them a farm, but teaching them how to farm. These migrant workers are the ones that work on the farms. Let's make a path for them. Let's make a path for everyone. Let's work with them. All these millennials that don't have any money. All these older people that don't have any money. See, we've got two classes. We've got the 30-year-olds and we got the 60-year-olds. Or the 20-year-olds and the 50-year-olds. It's the 20 to 30 and the 50 to 60. Where these people are in the workforce. 
it's two generations and one's getting ready to retire and can't and the other's getting ready that and the other wants to retire and can't and the reason they want to retire is because they want to start in on their passion and go all in on that and everyone's telling them they need to work for 30 years first in reality nope our parents did that for us we can now compress decades into days and now we can mirror what the people before us have done and work to mitigate those problems that came up you know we know that people will try to poison the water when you have a bunch of poor people You gotta teach the poor people to fend for themselves. Teach the poor people to build the stuff. Teach the poor people to build cars and they're not poor anymore. They become the richest. Teach the poor people how to make computers, how to program. They don't become poor anymore. Now some will stay poor if you don't teach them. But everyone that you teach, there's not enough people to fill the jobs. You gotta teach people. They're not born knowing this stuff. It's all about teaching. It's all about compressing decades into days. Compressing what we know so that the younger generations can work for three when it took us 30. And then they can work on their dreams like you should be focusing on now. So whether you're 20 to 30 or 50 to 60, whatever your age, you should be understanding that there is a shift taking place you can be part of the shift. This is how to be part of the shift. I don't know any other way that's, that's this magnified. You know, they may have this kind of mission in behind the scenes like, oh, 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 we want to own all of the world. But my goal is through the real estate syndications, making these real estate syndications at varying degrees. Some of them are gonna be small, some of them are gonna be large, some of them are gonna be packaged into other things. We're gonna do it to comply with all the laws. We're gonna do it so that people have the options. Yes, I believe in this, no, I do not believe in that. I wanna put my money behind this, I don't wanna put my money behind that. It's, it's, it takes the ability for, um, you know, blockchain is gonna really help this in a lot of ways. And it's about that accountability and people really don't understand how block, how needed blockchain was. People thought that we had this level of security on the internet, but they didn't understand it. Now we're developing this, this secure level. And we'll get another secure level as quantum computing is, um, you know, as, as we start putting pe people as nodes in this network, I don't know what's gonna happen by 2049, but by about 2045, they say some pretty wild stuff's gonna happen. They're saying like computers the size of blood cells into your bloodstream. That's mind blowing. So if that's the case, that's almost zombie apocalypse like to some people. But the point is, is that 
I think a lot of people are going to want to have the real world nostalgia. The, the they're going to want the the virtual world, yes, but they're going to want the nostalgia to hold on to the real world, assuming we're even living in a real world and not a simulation. Like that's the thing, none of us really know, but it's fun to think about this stuff. And it's not that I want you to stray away from your religion or anything like that. I just want to open your mind to the law of creation. That you can create just like the creator. That is the purpose of religion, is to teach you about creation. Not to teach you how to obey your master. Yes, you should obey your creator. But the whole creation story in the Bible is... Think, you think God said not to eat of that tree and didn't know that they were going to eat from it? Of course God knew. It's like a parent. A parent knows their children are going to have to learn their own lessons for themselves. You can say don't do that, but they're still going to probably do it. I just want to help you learn a little bit faster, fail a little bit faster, learn from that adversity and defeat. It's not going to be perfect. But instead of living someone else's life, instead of, instead of suffering, you're just going to have struggle. You're not going to sit in it. You're not going to dwell in it. You're just going to move on and you're going to create and you're going to impact lives. And you're going to have a higher purpose. And regardless of what your religion is, you're going to use the law of creation to create a better experience for other people. For other earthlings. It could be animals. I hope today impacted you. I hope this meant something to you. I hope that you saw that this was a different kind of episode. And I'm looking to have a lot more of this in the future. So thank you for another episode of the Sidekick Mastermind. I really appreciate you, and I look forward to the next episode. If you want to check out what I'm working on, if you haven't already, you should definitely check it out. InspireLancing.com Have a great day.